0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets.
1: Hello, cat lovers. Welcome to- I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. You know, there must be something in the air because this is the second book I've received on thinking about our cats and what happens when they're gone from us. And I think it's just a sign that we as a society are just realizing how important our pets are, especially our feline friends. They're just, there's something magical about them. And my guest today wrote this wonderful book. That. i can't wait to share her with you and talk about her book so we're going to be right back right after this break
2: how many of you have pets my hands raised now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life and that pet is lucky to have you too but unfortunately there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own however bobs from sketchers is trying to change that so we developed bobs for dogs and cats to help pets in need with every purchase of adorable bobs footwear or fun stylish apparel or even the cutest bobs pet accessories sketchers makes a donation to petco love to help save shelter pets and with your
1: Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. Welcome back everyone. I'd like to welcome Aaliyah Zobel Nolan. She is the author of Heavenly Headbutts, Reflections of Hope About Cats and Eternity. Welcome, Aaliyah. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on and it's just strange it's I hope the universe isn't telling me something because I just lost Miss Little Miss Sammy in December I don't want to lose any more babies but it's so weird that I have things that are similar and I just had a book that was more focused toward children yours obviously is more focused on adults and it's very very different and um I have a thing for quotes and little excerpts, which is what your book's designed. What made you decide to write Heavenly Headbutts?
0: Well, you know, I am a humorist by trade. I've written nine books about cats, um, and they're all humorous 101 Reasons Why Cats Are Better Than Men, Per More Hiss Less, Heavenly Lessons I Learned from My Cat, and things of that nature. But I had three cats getting on in years and one passed away and then another one passed away about six months later and then six months after that another one passed away and oh it my just, gosh I'm sorry it just hit me you know my cats are since I'm an author and I spend a lot of time you know by myself they're not just pets they're my companions my critics my inspiration I read something to them. If they throw up a hairball, I say it's no good. If they purr, I say it's fine. So this really hit me. And I was trying to internalize this, trying to put one foot in front of the other. And while I was doing that, I was looking for books because a lot of times I look into books to give me a little bit of comfort. And I looked and I looked and I could not find anything A lot of the books were other people's uh, journeys with their animals who were sick, and I really didn't want to read that. I mean, I feel for them, but I was in such a bad uh, place. I needed something with a little bit of hope. So I looked and looked, and as I said, I decided I was going to write that book that I would like to have gotten at that time that I lost those three cats. So that's what I did
1: so you also i have to ask about the title because you call it heavenly Headbutts." so there's nose butts and head butts <laughs> or nose pokes what do you call those nose i don't even know
0: i don't know all i know that my three cats were very big on head butts and the one that just jumped up on my chair here now is the same um they they come over to you and you know they might involve their nose but it's generally their heads and they just rub it all over you you know and when i was thinking of the title there were a few things that went through my mind i was thinking of you know will you see your cat in heaven or or your cat story is is not over it's to be continued think things like that but i just thought you know it's about heaven it's about cats And it's about my cats and what they used to do a lot with headbutts. So that's how I came up with the heavenly headbutts. And if you'll notice, my designer did such a great job. The D and the B are budding together. Yep. If you notice on the the title, um, she did such a wonderful job. So you never get over it. I have this saying, you never get over it. You just get on with it. And so it really helped me because I believe... That cats have a soul and they have an essence, an inner spirit, no matter what religion or how you feel about the afterlife. And I really thought that, uh, you know, this title would work.
1: Okay, here's something else I found interesting, because you put this, you've said this, you have it on the back of the book, and you have it right on the first page. Uh, will your cat story go on forever? You be the judge. And it has the same information on the back. And what I like about your book a lot, besides that it's beautifully done, it's four color, it's gorgeous pictures, there, there is, you know, some that touches on religion, but there's also a lot that does not, because there's all kinds of people with all kinds of different beliefs out there. What made you decide to put, or what did you mean by, will your cat story go on forever, you be the judge?
0: Well, as I we said, I do believe there are, when I was doing research on this, because I said, you know, I believe that, but let me see what's out there. Who else believes the way I do? So I I did a lot of research and I found that people like C.S. Lewis and the Pope and George MacDonald and a lot of other people really thought that the animals do have a soul you know there were these naysayers that said no that animals can't go to heaven because they don't have a soul and they can't be redeemed okay well i disagree with that i mean everyone has their own thoughts about this but i disagreed with that and i went in search of others who would bolster up my thoughts and my hopes and um, I found so many, and a lot of them had to do with dogs, I must say. But it's the whole idea behind it. I chose cats because cats are my, you know, my everything. I've, I've been writing about cats for like 10, 20 years. But I do believe that God breathed in, no matter how you think about God, breathed in his life into these animals, and that he certainly is not going to let them just pass out of existence because the animals really make us feel we sort of like can reflect upon what we feel God is when we look at animals because they're so intricate and they're so funny and they're so each one is different they're like snowflakes there's so many varieties of animals but of course the cat is the best (laughs) I'm prejudiced that way I look at my animals in the morning, I do some meditations, and I look at them, and one day my white cat was sitting in the sun, and she was preening and grooming herself, and her whiskers just looked like spun sugar, and she was just so beautiful. I said, you know, uh, this reminds me of who made her. She just didn't, you know, pop into existence like a pop-up store. So that's why.
1: (laughs) Great answers how did you choose the pictures there's so many adorable pictures of cats that must have been impossible
0: i'll tell you you hit the nail on the top there because what happened with me was i finished the manuscript and i knew i wanted to use photographs because photographs nowadays everybody's into photographs on their phone and their devices and i wanted to use photographs so i started to look for photographs that were complementing what i was writing like if i was writing about the garden of eden or whatever i was looking for a photograph that depicted the garden of eden so i got that okay but then the next one i wanted to get a bunch of photographs uh together that would illustrate what i was saying in the manuscript and i saw some but uh, each photograph was different they didn't have the same lighting and They didn't have the same composition and it kind of looked like a mishmash. So what I did was I read the manuscript again and I said, this is really about cats. So I think that if you had the sayings and you had the thoughts and the affirmations and you got a cat photo that really went with this, this would work out. And so I looked at, I must have looked at, if I looked at 10, I looked at 5,000 photographs of cats. And I picked the ones that I thought were poignant and some are happy. And it isn't all sad. It's not just all, you know, pictures of of dead cats or whatever or or sick cats. They're all uplifting, I want to say. And they're poignant, but they're insightful. So that's what I did. I went with the cat uh, pictures. And also, I have a friend who has a blog, Sundays at the Shelter. And she's been taking photographs of cats for, I want to say, 10 years. I looked at some of her photographs. And some of hers were really very nice. So I used some of hers. But I gave it to my designer who did such a wonderful job on the inside. I looked at that and I almost fell off my chair. It was done so beautifully. And when you look at it and when you read it, you do tend to, you know, it hits you in the heart. But it also gives you hope and expectation. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want to leave it all sad. I wanted, to, there's a picture of a girl taking a photograph of her cat on the counter where he's not supposed to be. And they're photographs of, if you have cats, they're photographs of cats that you can relate to. And that's what I wanted.
1: I have a text that kind of looks like the photograph of the girl taking the picture of the cat on the counter, where they're not supposed to be. Mine's Molly and she's a diva and she's always where she's not supposed to be. Mine are lazy, they don't jump that much. (laughs) They don't jump that much. Okay, so let me ask you about this because some of your information in here, because you talked about heaven and some does mention some religion. What would you say if someone said, well, I think your book is good for anyone, whether right. they, whether they have a cat now and have lost a cat or not lost a cat, you know, because it does cover a lot of things. And like you say, it's reflections of hope about cats and eternity. What would you say if someone said, yeah, but it sounds heavenly. It sounds like a little too religious. What would you say to that? Because I get all kinds of questions and I could see that coming in and out.
0: <laughs> I had that. Uh, I had some reviewers say it's very Christian. However, when I wrote, I put all kinds of, James Harriet is quoted in there. It's not just Christian, although it it does lean towards that. However, I left it up to the person. You know, if you are going to pick up a book like this, you think about the afterlife, or you do have some kind of an impression of God whether it's the Christian God or the Hindu God or the Jewish God, if you pick up a book like this uh, and you have an expectation that this life is not all there is, then, you know, you can look at this and take what I wrote with a grain of salt, you know. You can take what you want out of it, the good parts that relate to you or that you get, in quotes, And as I said, I'm not proselytizing. At the end, I said, I believe. Do you believe? So you have, you are the ultimate judge. After you're reading all of this information, you take what you want from it and
1: you make your own decision. I love that because there's a lot of different types of religions. And you mentioned some. There's more, even more than that. There's so many. So many, though of those religions either a lot of them do believe in maybe an afterlife or a better place or right or spirit of a better place maybe like it's not like you climb stair like stairway to heaven that old zeppelin song it's not like you climb up and ooh, you're in heaven it might not be like that way for you but it might be that there's another alternative universe all kinds of different ones because there's so many different aspects these days so I like that you're saying, you know what, Just it might be here, it might be there, it might be this. But to me, it kind of says, know that your cat spirit is in a place, whatever you imagine it to be, and that gives you comfort.
0: Right. And I also think, and I hope I got this through, is that your spirit and their spirit is going to be reunited. That's what I believe. In whatever form, you know, I'm not going to say that it's going to be, you know, your tabby or your your tuxedo is going to come running to you. But their essence, the spirit, the God-breathed spirit is going to hook up with you because you have love and that love goes on. It, it doesn't stop.
1: On that note, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back.
2: Take a bite out of your competition
1: Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Alia Zobel-Nolan. She is the author of Heavenly Headbutts, Reflections of Hope, About Cats and Eternity. And also, she has written a ton of other books. You can find them at her website, aliarights.com. And this will also be on the episode page on Pet Life Radio for this episode of Catitude. So here's something else i've thought about this and i'm thinking i bet you have a good answer for this what is the best way to present your book to someone whose cat has passed on because that's a hard thing i mean sometimes you know i've had this happen to a cat that was sudden pass and that was sudden pass is hard because you don't know it's coming and then i've had And i'm a dog and cat person i've had with a dog that most recently with mr z in 2020 he was you know getting up there and getting sick and i knew it was happening and then it did so but who knows to say what's worse they're all devastating to the the pet parent how do you present your book what would you say how would you introduce it to someone that's suffering from a recent loss of a cat
0: well you know that's a tough one but I have offered this to people because I belong to the Cat Writers Association and every day I get an email that you know fluffy died or this one you know this cat died and that and it just hits me in the gut you know because you 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 feel it you feel for those people so what I do is I send them a, a little email or a post that says I'm with you I understand I've gone through it I lost three cats in a row It was devastating and gut wrenching. And to help me, I wrote this book. And it might help you, it might be a comfort to you. And I'm offering it to you. That that's what that's what I'd say. I mean, some people don't believe in God or heaven or whatever. So that's not for them. And I understand that. But I also feel that if your cat is sick and you know, you know, you had mentioned a cat that died unexpectedly, but I think that this book is also good to prepare people. You know, it has all these lovely sayings and things that are hopeful and give you expectation. So I'm thinking that if you know someone that had a cat who's sick and you commiserate with them because you've gone through it, you might offer it. You might say, you know, this might help you. It's to help a person, to give them comfort, to give them also, if they're reading it, You know, that's 10 minutes that they're not grieving. You know, they're immersed in a book. They're immersed in uh, some people said that some of the things are humorous in there. So it's to let the person put one foot in front of the other, step out, because I know I was such a wreck, I was such a wreck. And like I say, you never get over it. You just get on with it. And this is a way to offer comfort and expectation and that's why i wrote it i wrote it as much to help me as to help others and i look at it like the cover photo took me a very long time to get because it had to have just the right feeling and we went through i want to say 60 iterations of the cover until i found this photo and i said this is it because the feeling of the woman and the feeling of the cat are just you can see it in the cover That's the way we feel about our pets. And if you can offer any kind of comfort whatsoever, it's a good thing.
1: Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. You talked about some other books that you've written. So, but are there a couple more that you could mention before we wrap up?
0: Well, I wrote another book during the pandemic and it's called Why a Cat is Still Better Than a Man. And it's not male bashing, (laughs) it's cat enhancing. people say to me, don't you get like, uh, you know, pushback from men? I say no, because it's all in fun. It's not male bashing. It's cat enhancing. So what are some of the reasons the cat is better? Well, cats are not interested in cleavage unless it's big enough to sleep in. A cat would never wear a pinky ring or hang a moose head in the living room.
1: You must have one about the remote
0: yes well uh, uh, yes well cats let you share the remote but i love this one cats think you need a lot of shoes <laughs> uh, <laughs> a cat would never finish your sentences and a cat would never have a hemorrhage if you um crashed your car so they're all in fun you know it's all it's all in fun we have so much seriousness going on and terrible things happening i like to bring a little humor into things as well
1: ah uh, yes of course and can you give us any hints to your next book?
0: Actually, I just signed a contract for a book, a children's book, because I also do children's books, and it's called Harriet Hurry Up and the Oh So Slow Day. It's about a little girl like me who hates to wait. She hates to wait for the sun to come up. She hates to wait for the syrup to pour. She hates to wait for um, the traffic, and it goes on and on. and. Uh, so that's that'll be out 2020, the end of this year or the beginning of next year. Oh, I do ju- I do want to add that my heavenly headbutts is on Amazon as well.
1: Okay, yes. And where can people find your books?
0: Amazon has them all, and used to be in a lot of bookstores, but there's not a lot of bookstores anymore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Amazon's the best place because I don't um, I'm very busy writing, and I don't have time to. You know, like sell from my my website. I let Amazon do that. I have to do the writing; they can do the selling.
1: And Aaliyah, what cat do you have now?
0: Where is she? Oh, she's in her unicorn. I have Colleen, Fiona. She's in her unicorn. <laughs> I bought this thing, this unicorn. It's like a it's like a a hovel. It's like a little thing that you go into like a bed with a with a little i can't explain it and it looks like a unicorn
1: oh my god and
0: um (laughs) so she goes in there and she sleeps you know and she doesn't have to worry about any any you know because her brother tends to be a little bullying so colleen fiona shannon nolan i couldn't just name her one thing because i couldn't uh make up my mind and i have my big bubba my black cat whose name is nolan nolan and the reason why is when i went to the rescue his name was nolan already so so i called my husband and said we have to get this cat because it's it might be a relative so it's like his meant to be yes it was meant to be so we call him nolan nolan and from the cat lady who never ever ever had a dog we just rescued a rescue dog from South Carolina and she's the best dog in the whole world. She's like a cat. She doesn't bark. They must've done something to them down there because she doesn't bark at all. You know, the bell rings, people walk around, she doesn't bark, which is great because, you know, I'm working all day and, you know, if she was barking, it would, it wouldn't be good. So um, what
1: kind of dog
0: is she? She is an unbelievable dog. She's an American Foxhound. Can you believe that? They have these unbelievable dogs at rescues. American foxhound. And guess what we named her? Miss Kitty. <laughs> we named, and I'll tell you why. There's a story for everything always. My husband, we've had um, cats our whole lives, you know, and he's always, you know, going to the kids, come here, Kitty, here, Kitty, here, Kitty. And so he was doing that to the dog. So we said, well, let's name her Miss Kitty and that's what we name her uh but what a lovely i never knew about dogs you know because i never had dogs but this dog is so great i mean really she's just and boy is she fast she runs like a, a racehorse she's unbelievable so now I'm bipetual. I have cats and dogs. Okay. So now, well,
1: now you have to listen to more Pet Life Radio shows so you can find out more about dogs because we have so many shows. There's dog shows, there's cats. Well, Catitude is the best one. Okay. Life, of course. But we have a lot of dog shows and vet shows too. So.
0: Yes, I have to. Some love- I have to listen to the, because I know nothing about dogs, but this dog is so like a cat. It licks its paws and, and it sleeps all day. It's very cat-like.
1: It's funny because Dennis is part Bane Coon and I thought he was kind of like very dog-like and I found out they're the, you know, dog of cat world. Uh, oh, Maine Coons. Coons. He's not true Maine Coon because he's not quite as big, but right. he's weird. He sleeps on his back with one leg lifted. <laughs> <laughs> always. always I love to see that oh wow I mean he has a crunchy ear he's had all kinds of adventures in his life
2: right
1: but our time's almost up so again people can go to Amazon you'll look up for heavenly headbutts and it's com for your website Aaliyah this has been so much fun talking to you thank you so much for coming on Catitude Thank
0: you. I appreciate
1: it. I hope everyone listening to Cattitude enjoyed this show today. I had so much fun talking to Aaliyah. Please be sure to check out her book. It's called Heavenly Headbutts. It's really uh, just a darling book, and it's uh, just so sweet. Her website is aliyahwrites.com, and that's spelled A L L I A. W-R-I-T-E-S.com and you can also find if you're bicycling or exercising or playing with your kitty uh, while listening to this, you can go to the show page of this episode and you can find that on PetLifeRadio.com go to Catitude and you'll find this show and click on it and you'll have line episode notes and her website will be listed so be sure to check it out and thanks to my guest Leah Zobel Nolan for coming on this show. She was so much fun a wonderful book. Thanks to my cat crew, Dennis, Charlotte, Molly, and Jethro, and Mr. Nikki the dog. Thanks, of course, to everyone listening to Catitude for making Catitude such a popular show. And for also for helping us get out the word of, you know, we're not a segmented show. We're not just about TNR. We're not just about tricks or this or that. We're about anything and everything cat. So there's all kinds of shows, and if you've listened for a while, you know I kind of lean towards TNR and Rescue and Adoption because I'm so passionate about that, but I always like to include other things too, and like today's show, this is so important because unfortunately our cats don't stay with us forever, and this is such a great gift or something good for yourself or someone who's lost a cat recently. We hate to think about that, but, but it's life, it happens. So, thank you again to everyone listening um, to Catitude. I very much appreciate it. And, of course, I could not close my show without thanking my amazing producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound amazing. He does a phenomenal job. So, thank you, Mark. And remember, lose the attitude, have Catitude.
2: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand.